You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Brett had to work super early and out of the house today. And he also does tomorrow and Friday. So that means I have to wake up with Benny and go on his morning walk, which is fine. Um, I actually enjoy it. It's fun. I wish I got to, I miss going on walks with Benny. Can't wait for it to cool down so I can again in the evenings. Although I don't ever I don't like know how I did it before. Like life seems so chaotic now. I don't know how I was doing something else in the evening. I guess I was doing my podcast during my breaks. I don't really know. Can you guys remember what I was doing? Just kidding. <laughs> um, so walked Benny. We did our two 0.14 mile walk in record time because I was walking. I was down like a 17, like low 17, high 16 minute miles. I was going back to see what my miles were before. They were legit like 23 minutes. Just a nice, light, brisk stroll. No, I've been sweating my ass off on these walks. I'm like, I'm doing it all wrong. I'm just like leisurely. No, I need to fucking book it. So um, got home. Um, made him his breakfast, which is just like cutting up chicken and throwing it into his bowl. I'm pissed. The knives that we have are from like a couple Christmases ago where my parents got them for us, but they're super sharp and my nails are hella long. I knew that the knife got my nail, but I was like, there's no way. So I didn't even check. Oh, there's a way. There is a slice and dice in my nail. Now, the issue is not that I cut my nail because I have a nail appointment on Saturday. The dilemma I have is, do we go down this road again? Do I try to get, I mean, it's a brand new nail salon. We're working with different bitches. But do I try to get the crack repaired or do I just have them cut my nails down and start fresh? I don't know. I'm going to show them the crack and look to see if they talk to each other. And if they talk to each other, I'm going to abort mission because that means that they're unsure. If she doesn't hesitate and says she can fix it, then I'm going to do it, I think. I'm going to roll the dice. Could this be a mistake? Possibly. Stay tuned to find out on episode one. Actually, no, you'll find out this episode. Well, maybe not. If I crack it next, you guys get the fucking picture. Last night we went to go get into bed and I was like, my feet feel rough. I have been so good this summer about not walking around in our backyard barefoot. I make sure to always wear a pair of shoes outside and then I wear my shoes around. Before I was just out here freaking Jane the Virgin. No, not Jane the Virgin. Who's who's with Tarzan? Anyways, I don't even know if that's a good reference. I just hoof it everywhere. This summer, I've been really trying not to. And my feet are thanking me for it. Normally, I'm like, have like calluses. You know, your feet are rough. You know what your heels look like if you've been walking around outside barefoot. Okay. So last night I go to get into bed, I was like, my fucking feet hurt. I look down at my feet. The whore gasps in Spanish (laughs) at the way my fucking feet looked. And I'm like, why? 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 What have I done? I was walking around in Vegas without shoes on, which is disgusting. But we were kept getting lockers and the lockers were so far away. And every time like at these pool parties now, it's not just like you go up to it. You have to go up to a screen, which sometimes mean you have to wait in line. You have to pick your locker number. You have to put in the code. Then you have to go over to your locker. Like sometimes the code isn't on your actual locker. So it's a fucking process. And I was like, I'm not getting my shoes every time I have to pee or go get a drink. So I was walking around barefoot and my feet are fucked. So I'm going to get a pedicure this weekend. I already have an appointment. 10 a.m. Damn, gravy. You so vicious. I don't even know if those are words. Um, but I've had it stuck in my head all day. You listen to Betty once and it's stuck in your head all day. All fucking day. 
So, um, yeah, I'm getting a pedicure this weekend and I'm about to have them go to fucking town and be like, you see all that? I want it gone. Gone. <laughs> um, at one point today, I looked at who was listening to my podcast because I can look at the numbers, right? Normally early in the morning, like 10 a.m., there's been like 80 people who have listened so far. Today I checked at like 930 over 300 people had listened to yesterday or to, yeah, last week's episode. Hella early in the morning. It was nuts. That's never happened before. And I was hella posting on my Instagram last night. I was like, if there's one, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Last week's episode was pretty good, right? I was like on one. Um, I was posting on my social media. I was like, if there's any episode that you're going to listen to, this is the fucking one. If you've lost track, if you haven't listened in a long time, if you've never listened, this, now's a good time. Now's a good time to jump in like a nice palate cleanser episode. It wasn't any really, really anything where you needed to know a ton of backstory. I talked about a lot of different topics, peels to all ages, races, sexes, sexes, <laughs> genders. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so thanks for that. If you're new here, welcome. Hopefully I can continue to deliver. Let me just give you a little background. It's not always great, but we aim to please. Melanie, my friend Melanie, she came through with those book recommendations. Okay, so let me read you what she said as the suggestions. Midnight Library. And here's the thing. I was going to post it, but then a post goes away and then you're like, what happened to that post? A podcast lives forever. So you can always come back to this episode and be like, oh, five minutes and 27 seconds in, Megan told us what books we should be reading. So if you're about to be book girl, here are her recommendations. Midnight Library. Eleanor. Uh oh, Oliphant. Oliphant is completely Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Hopefully that's a name. And I just I'm like, oh, these are the books I really want to take up reading. Can't read. Um, Defending Jacob. Dear Edward, okay, wait, are these Twilight books? <laughs> oh, fuck, because I'd be down. The Club, The Plot, People We Meet on Vacation, which, funny story, Amanda let me borrow that book, and then before she moved, she was like, you're obviously not going to read this, so I'm taking it back because I want to read it again. Rude. Um, the Husband's Secret, The Last Mrs. Parrish, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Verity. Verity? V-E-R-I-T-Y? Great. Hooked on phonics. Work for me. Um, she also told me to get an app. Let's see. I downloaded it before I had my lash appointment and I haven't looked at it yet. Recently added. It's called Goodreads. So I'm going to add this to my homepage and I'm going to check that out. I don't really know what it is yet because um, I haven't gotten a chance to look at it. I just downloaded it um, when I was waiting to get my lashes done. So yeah, I'm book girl. It just sucks because I can't really find time to read. Like, I feel like I'm not going to blow, especially now that summer is going to be over. I'm not going to blow through books as fast. Like Sunday was the best day of my life. Laying in these bomb ass new floaties that we just got that are so comfy. Reading a book, getting a tan. The only thing that sucks is like my front is way darker than my back. Um, And just vegging all day, like vegging out. I love that. So I love that for me. But that's about to come to a, an end. I just went to Rayleigh's after my lash appointment because Brett needed baked beans for his potato tonight. And we needed mushrooms and I needed a new coffee creamer. And I walked by the bread aisle and I was like, hmm, a bagel sounds good right now. And then I was like, ooh, an English muffin sound good. Sounds good. And so I got cinnamon raisin English muffins. And I fucking can't wait to run a train on those tomorrow. I'm about to wake up drank <laughs> i had to wake up get my coffee creamer i got my coffee creamer that i like 
Brett bought that. The Starbucks coffee cream is fucking suck. He got the pumpkin spice oat milk, almond milk one. First of all, I used to be a pumpkin spice girly. I'm not anymore. I don't like it. I don't like this creamer. I've been really feeling the coffee mate or maybe not coffee mate. International Delights White Mocha. And I know those coffee creamers are real bad, but I don't the way you do it. That's not even apply here. I don't care. I don't care. I fucking use that one too much. I should start getting royalties. Um, so I'm excited to fucking tear up an English muffin tomorrow. What was I just talking about? Books? I can't even remember. I'm so like sidetracked right now. Oh, laying out in the pool, reading a book. It's a fucking vibe. I don't remember what else I was saying. Um, I read some really heartbreaking news today that Kelly Geddish, who is um, what's her face in Law and Order SVU, um, you know, why am I drawing a blank? Anyway, she's leaving. And so I feel like they're going to kill her off which is fucking annoying because I feel like someone hasn't died in a while. Right when her and Carisi get together, like not right when I know that was the season before last, but still, I don't, I didn't read the article cause I'm just, I'm pit, I'm past. So I didn't read the article. I just looked at the headline. So I don't know the details if she's in this upcoming season, if she's not, um, after I've gathered my thoughts and my emotions, I will let you know, I'll give you the details. I guess I could just fucking read it right now, but I want to move on to the next thing because When I was in England, I got this email from Facebook and the headline says your gray account will be disabled soon. And then it has the Facebook logo and it says, hi, Megan, this is a reminder that Facebook will disable this account in seven days before when I was in England, it said more days than that. You can download your information and transfer and transition ownership of any pages or groups you manage to another account. And then it has a profile picture that I haven't used in a long time. And it says Megan space rage on the radio, which is my Facebook name. And then it says, what are your options? Create a new account or use an existing standard account to continue using Facebook. The next bullet point transition over ownership of any pages or groups you manage to another account. Download your information, delete your account or wait for this account to be automatically disabled after August 31st. Why are we disabling this account? This account is known as a gray account. Gray accounts were used in the past to manage pages and run ads. They don't have access to the same security features as standard Facebook accounts. Using a standard account will ensure improved security and account safety on Facebook. You can also provide feedback if you think this email was sent in error. And then there's a take action button that says the meta team, the meta team. So when I got it before I deleted it, I was like, spam, they're they're not about to get me. Not today, Satan. But today when I got it again, I was like, wait a second, it's coming from notification at facebookmail.com. So I did something super risky and I clicked on the take action button and it took me to a page that doesn't, that doesn't exist. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get hacked. I'm going to lose all my pages. Here's the thing. I don't want to lose this Megan Rage radio. Um, it was a it was a page that I created when I was on 102 and hella people were sending me friend requests and I was not having it on my personal page because I used to talk a load of shit and just be super profane and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want people like listen listeners knowing my private life like you know what I mean so I created this separate um, page on Facebook for listeners we used to give it out or whatever well I got 5,000 friends humble brag and I don't know if this is a thing anymore but you're capped at that so I had to turn it into a like page so that people could like it so I turned it into a like page since then I've lost some followers I think I have like 4,700 people that like it but that's a pretty big following it's a good way to to promote things for those of you that still get on Facebook I've gotten some feedback on that it's pretty split down the middle some people still get on it some people are like I haven't been on it since 2012 I'm like oh okay cool so um anyways I start to google like what is a gray account it's 
seems like that's a legit thing. How do you prevent a gray account from getting disabled? Because I'm just like, it's weird that it has an old profile picture, but it has my Megan Rage on the radio. So between calls today, I spent hella time trying to figure it out. But there's like directions on the Facebook website. Um, but they are not for like the new updated Facebook app. So like it tells you to go to all these places. I felt like a 50 year old trying to use a computer. Maybe 50 year old's a bad example. 70 year old. It's not very user friendly. The descriptions don't match what the Facebook interface actually looks like. Like it was just so annoying. So finally, I find like an area where I can see the pages that manage my Megan Rage radio and this gray account that they're talking about was on there like as a manager of my actual Megan Rage radio. So I fucking don't I removed it. I don't know how to access it. I don't have any other emails that I would have used. I remember when I created my like page, I was pissed that I had to do it. Megan space rage on the radio. I wanted it to be separate from Megan rage, which at the time my Facebook page said that's why I had to do on the radio. And I was pissed that you couldn't space out the rage on the radio. I was mad that it was all together. So I don't remember. I would have remembered if I would have had a second Megan space rage on the radio page. I just don't understand where this account came from. Um, But from what it seems, it's a totally separate page from my actual page. So we'll fucking see in seven days if my Megan Rage radio page goes after August 31st. I'm probably going to cry. I'm going to be legit so upset. But I don't know what else to do. Facebook is very vague on like the actual website. And I would email someone, but I know they're not going to email me back. Like it's just going to be a fucking dead end. So everyone pray for me. Pray for the best. Thoughts and prayers. I won't, I'm not going to carry on the uh, have a blessed day to this episode. What else? There was something else that I wanted to talk about today. Huh? Maybe that was it. I'm excited to eat dinner. I'm so freaking hungry. I Someone, when we were either in Vegas or England, so either Kaylin or my niece, left some fucking Lindor chocolates here. Hella chocolates, actually. Some milk, some melts, like chocolate milks, dark chocolate and milk chocolate in our fridge. I've stayed away from those. I'm assuming someone baked. But the Lindor white chocolates, I fucked those up today. There was like three left and they're gone. I just like, I don't know. I Brett normally makes lunch and he wasn't here today. So I just didn't eat lunch. And then three o'clock rolled around and I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. But we've been back on like a rice kick, brown rice, like with broccoli and mushroom with chicken. Oh, it's so fucking good. I've been putting avocado on mine and like a little bit of ginger, like a sushi bowl with chicken since Brett's a buzzkill when it comes to fish. Last night we went to Mas Taco, right? And I got like, a, let's see, I got a Thai taco, which was a mistake. Every time I look at the menu, I'm like, that one sounds good. And then I get it and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's that one. They look like little cat shits. The meat does. So I didn't really eat that one. I had like a bite. I had the shrimp one that's in the bao bun. And then I got the fish one, the battered fish. And Brett's like, oh, it stinks the whole time at the table. Oh, it stinks so bad. Oh, it's make me not want to eat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'll eat this one first. You big freaking baby. Okay, well, I'm starving. I'm going to go see if dinner is ready. <laughs> Brett's like having like a crisis at work right now and making hella phone calls. And I'm like, hi, um, do you need me to help you with anything? He's like, no, just go get your stuff done. I'm like, are you sure? Because you're not stirring. There's no nothing's on and I'm hungry. So if I could not make do my podcast, and like help you make dinner, I would gladly do that. So mark it down on this day, Wednesday, August 24th. I tried to help and Brett declined. Thursday. Mentos better, Mentos fresher, fresh goes better with Mentos fresh and full of life. Mentos, the fresh maker. I caught Brett giving Benny Mentos. I've caught him on multiple occasions giving Benny Mentos. Brett loves the fruit Mentos, the 
little sleeve packages. And he does it all the time. <clears throat> and every time I catch him, I'm like, he can't have Mentos. Make a mental note. And today, Brett's been gone like all week. Like, I've been a single parent. It's been so rough. I have to wake up in the morning and take the dog for a walk and make the dog breakfast and make myself breakfast and do my radio shows and make the bed and empty the dishwasher. It's been rough. Rough, I tell ya. Um, Because Brett's been having to wake up and go to work super early out of the house, not here. Um, So today he came home with a surprise sleeve of Mentos. Not really my jam, but I was having like a day today. So it was just like a nice little treat a couple hours before I got off work. And um, I caught Brett again sharing his with Benny. And then I took Benny outside to go to the bathroom and I dropped one and he ate it. And I was like, no, I mean, what's the point? Brett's doing it, so... I might as well. Um, I got some more book reviews for you guys. Someone DM'd me and they said um, books by Taylor Jenkins Reed, Daisy Jones and the Six, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and Jessica Simpson's autobiography, which I'm very curious about. Uh, Debbie Lovato, man, I'm so sick of hearing about her. She's on Call Her Daddy, I think, this week. I don't know. Might have been next week or last week. I'm not really sure. But it was her birthday and she threw a party. And there's this picture of Kristen Stewart. She looks like she is fuck fucked up. Like, why would anyone post this picture? It's freaking terrible. I'll post it at the Chuck podcast. I'm pumped. Ekansu and Davide are going to have their own TV show. And I could not be more excited about that. I mean, I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. This isn't the first time that someone from Love Island has gotten their own show. Olivia Jade got a got a show and her personality was fiery like Ekansu's. But Ekansu's is so different because she's like a nice person. And Olivia really had like that persona of being kind of bitchy. So I really hope that they stay together long enough for this show to happen. <clears throat> I am so sore from Pilates. Like my shoulder blades, my whole body hurts so bad. I'm getting a massage on Monday. You guys don't understand. In 2021, my parents got me a gift card to Sacramento Massage Studio. That's when I started going. I'm sure you guys remember me talking about it. And I've been going pretty consistently ever since then. I pretty much go every month and get a 90-minute massage. And it's helped me so much. That with like the little gun, the Theragun thing or whatever it's called. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. The do-do-do-do-do-do-do, that thing. The thing that hits my butt because Brett won't. Those two things have really helped me. Like, I've really cut back on how much I go to the chiropractor. Um, But at the beginning of the summer, Courtney, who I get the massage from, she was going on vacations. I was going on vacations. We've had to move this appointment like three different times. And I'm like, please, for the love of God, let this work out on Monday because we recently just moved it again. It was supposed to be this Saturday. It kind of worked out that we moved it to Monday. But anyways, I probably won't still be sore like this by then. But I need it so bad. Oh, you know, when things just like ache, it's just so sore. I am almost done with where the crawdads sing. I did something that I probably shouldn't have today. I like wanted to get a visual because in my head, I don't know, in my head, they're like in the 1800s. And really, this is like the 1960s, 70s for a bulk of the book. So I needed to watch the trailer because I did watch the trailer when it first came out, but I had no context because I hadn't read the book. So I had to go back and rewatch the trailer. <clears throat> Um, so that I could get some, so I could get a visual and it, it's helped a little bit, but I'm almost done. So I'm excited to see, I have guesses as to, obviously they're trying to make it obvious that certain people have done certain things, but I have my guesses. 
I won't spoil it for you in case you haven't read it yet. <clears throat> um, so uh, who sent it to me? Someone sent me a video on Instagram of like this dog uh, sitting at the door after its favorite human leaves and then it stuck with the secondary human. And I was like, this is definitely me with Brett. And my friend Courtney was like, this is our child with Nate. Her husband's name's Nate. And I was like, wait, are you serious? She's like, yes. In the morning, we both go into her room to wake her up and she runs right past me and runs to him. And I thought that was the freaking funniest thing because you just I was like laughing out loud. I was helping a customer. I had to mute myself because I was just like getting a visual, especially knowing them as a couple and like their dynamic and stuff. It just freaking cracks me up. And Courtney was in Ireland when I was in England, which was so nice because I had a friend that was in the same time zone as me. And Nate was watching their daughter and he was doing this funny thing every day. It was like, the child like new developments the child thinks i'm an idiot or like i they were go, they would go to the park and he would have like a funny story to tell it was just so funny i feel like today even though brett was gone all day and benny legit waited by the door um he has been like coming up to me more for pets and i'm like oh cuz i'm waking up with you every morning and taking you on walks we're spending more quality time together alone so maybe he's going to warm up to me a little bit eh eh what's with everyone talking about Stanley cups all the sec all of a sudden they're like hundred dollar cups to put your water in you guys know I love a cup what's the thing what what do they do why is everyone posting about them everyone's posting I'm seeing them everywhere on TikTok on Facebook on Instagram everywhere what's the deal with these Stanley cups and why are they so desirable because they just look like a I don't know like I'm gonna go sit in my trailer in my fold-up chair with my Kool-Aid in my cup my lemonade I don't know I don't I'm like I'm from Yuba City <laughs> no offense it's from Yuba City I just don't understand these cups look like um people who wear visors with American flag shirts and khakis down to their knees with like those brown shoes that used to be popular in elementary school they're like crisscross applesauce on the top like that's the visual I have for these cups so I don't understand why everyone wants one like influencers are talking about their Stanley cups I, I'm pretty sure that's what they're called so if someone could clue me in to the trend, that would be great. Um, Boba is coming to Jamba Juice. I don't know. I mean, I would fuck up a chocolate or peanut butter mood with some boba in it. That's for sure. You know, I really have to commend myself <laughs> because I had that chocolate milkshake shake from Jamba Juice and I thought we were going to really go down the wrong path. Um, Chuck is walking across everything. Chuck. My laptop, my my Mac, I'm sure I've told you this before, is broken. I have one of those like um, Macs. I don't know. It's from like five years ago and it has the the little swipey swipe on the top so you can press things and it like adjusts the volume. Anyways, he stepped on it and cracked it. And so he walks just right across my laptop and he's like, what, eight pounds? But it's enough. Um, he does it when I'm working too. I'm like, oh, I can't see the screen, but like he's Chuck. And so I don't move him. I'm just so gentle and nice and let him do whatever he wants. What was I just talking about? I have no fucking idea. Am I going to have to pause this and go back? Retrace your steps. Retrace your steps. Stanley Cup. Chuck. Fuck. What was I talking about? God damn it. 
Oh, I remember because I just went back and rewound. Um, I was talking about Jamba Juice. I could have really gone down a slippery slope here with the chocolate Jamba Juice. I only got it twice and I cut myself off. But when they come out with these bobas, I'm about to fuck it up just once. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. All I can think about during the week is how I'm going to get coffee on the weekends. How I'm going to go to that 18 grams place and get one of those fucking lavender honey lattes. I wish it came in a bigger size. I am never, mark my words, never. Unless I have to going to Starbucks again. Like I'm not doing it. It's so when even when they fixed my drink the other day, I was like, this is far inferior to the 18 grams coffee that I get. And I want to try one of their other menu items. But I'm so scared. You know, I'm such a creature of habit when I find something I like. They also have this really good banana nut bread there. Oh, I'm having some really interesting um, those English muffins. I've eaten two of them today. I, I don't like what's happening. Random ass things. What else was I really wanting today? Oh, I wanted a corn dog like nobody's business. Luckily, I don't have access to these things at all times. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Instagram subscriptions real quick. It's uh, immediately no. Immediately no. Instagram's been acting me, asking me. I guess not everyone has access to these Insta- to these subscriptions yet. And so it's popping up asking me if I want to be one of the first to like try or not one of the first but you know I mean I that is the verbiage that they use be one of the first to try this new feature can you imagine if all of a sudden I was like yeah you guys want to see a million pictures of Benny and Chuck every day gotta pay for it I would never you know what's so funny Um, the people Sacramento scams that page she posted that Zane is uh, charging subscription fees which is fucking hilarious. For what? I don't follow him at all anymore. I have removed myself from that after all that fucking drama, COVID castle, whatnot. I don't even think about him. He does not even cross my mind at all. But I think it's so funny that he's charging for content. Bro, nobody's paying for that. Just like no one would pay to watch mine. I'm not saying that mine's... I'm never. I just wouldn't do it, though. Like, I'm very self-aware. Nobody is going to pay to see my content. I wouldn't fucking pay to see my content. I wouldn't pay to see anyone's content. Maybe... No. Yeah. No. Nobody. It's a me. It's a no for me. Friday. I am like shook right now. I just logged on to Instagram and a girl that I used to work with at Beach Hut that I've known literally forever that I like see out every once in a while but talk to on Instagram like pretty often um, was in the hospital and on the picture that she posted there was like the little breast cancer ribbon. So I was like what? Hi, what's happening? What's going on? And she was like, babe, I just had a double mastectomy. Get your boobs checked. I can't like believe it. And I'm like, what? I've never had a mammogram. Crazy. I know. Um, And I knew. Okay, so I got a letter recently from my OBGYN. And I was thinking back like, God, ew, my hands stink. Um, Towel in the kitchen needs to be replaced. I just ran downstairs really quick. Um, so I, that's disgusting. (laughs) I'm like such a crazy person about towels. Like I really only leave them on the counter for a couple days before I put them in the wash, but the cleaners came today. So, um, I feel like they may have used it for something. I'm not really sure. Anyways, I got a letter from my OBGYN and, um, it was talking about an appointment. I was like, oh fuck, I bet it's time to go to my, um, cervical cancer screening. So 
back in 2018, 19, I, they found some precancerous cells and I had to do that. Like, God, I've like blocked it out of my mind because I'm, I'm so freaked out by all doctors, hospitals, anything. I'm just not up for it. Like I could never go through. I don't have the fight on in me for something serious. So they had to do that thing where they go in and like burn. Uh, it's so bad. I don't leap or heap or fucking something. Um, and I had to go in multiple times. Like they had to do it multiple times because it wasn't getting it. And so finally she felt comfortable with the results and she was like, okay, you don't have to come back for like two or three years, I think. And I remember her giving me the year and being like, that's so far in advance. <laughs> but the time has come now. Like I've, I'm over the time I was supposed to go in in June. It's the end of August. So I, you know, got this message from my friend and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, you are motivating me right now to do everything. So I got online onto Kaiser and it's now tells you like, oh, do you want to book? How many appointments do you want to book? You can book up to four. So I put two. And so I selected, first of all, the website is ever changing and it's not user friendly. Like I wasn't able to select my doctor. It was giving me the runaround. It was giving me all these other doctors. I finally had to go in like a certain specific way to get my doctor. So I scheduled the cervical cancer screening and then I was trying to figure out how to schedule a mammogram, but that's not an option. And so I'm like searching mammogram into the Kaiser like search bar. Nothing's coming up. And so I Googled it and it's like you have to have a recommendation from like a doctor or like a referral to get one done. So I just messaged her. I'm like, I don't know if this is something I should be reaching out to you directly about or if I should be calling the hotline, but I'm just trying to schedule a mammogram. I feel like it's way harder than it needs to be. Can you point me in the right direction? And I just, as I'm recording this, got a message from her. My cervical can- cancer screening appointment appointment is not until November. But now I have all this anxiety. Like it just really, when things like that happen or when you get news like that, it really like makes you panic. And that like, gosh, makes me feel like so sad for her. Happy that she caught it and that she was able to get treatment, but still she doesn't have the results back. She's like, I don't, you know what I mean? It just is, it's fucking scary. So this is your public service announcement to go get checked. Don't procrastinate. Had this not happened, I knew that I was overdue. I got the letter in the mail, but I was just like, oh, I'll get to it. Especially with work, like them being such sticklers about time off. Like, I just don't want to deal with it, especially after I just had all this time off. But your health is more important than anything. So make your appointments, your cervical cancer screening, your regular checkups, your mammograms. Do it all because nothing is more important than your health. And that's a lesson that I'm learning today. I mean, it's a lesson that I'm obviously aware of, but sometimes you need harsh reminders. Um, last night, speaking of being emotional, Brett's been telling me that that Chuck is 56 years old. It, I guess it came up when he was talking to his dad. So now he's like, oh, Chuck's an old man. He's 56 years old. Last night, Chuck, every night we, when we're laying in bed, Chuck comes and gets on my chest and he makes his biscuits and he lays down and he hits his, nuzzles my head with his head and he purrs and it's so cute. And so last night I was petting him and talking to him like I normally do when we're in bed. And Brett's like, he's an old man. He's 56. He probably doesn't have many years left. And I fucking started crying. Brett didn't realize because he's on another planet, probably already popped six melatonins at this point. But um, I like started crying and I just got my lashes done. So my eyes started to burn, which made me cry even harder. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear cats live till they're so old. I don't want to hear anything about he's an old man. He is eight years old. 
Okay, back up off me. Becky um, texted me this morning and she wanted me to make a revision. She was very upset that I had a new vacation best friend. She wanted me to specify it was a Chicago vacation best friend. And she is still my primary vacation best friend. So I'm just putting that little edit here into the podcast. Uh, Favorite ranch. I'm curious. I was having a discussion with my friend Lindsay because I posted that Truff Sauce and Hidden Valley Ranch are collabing for a new creation. I've never had truff sauce and hidden valley ranch is the far inferior ranch like i will not touch hidden valley ranch with a 10-foot pole and i fucking love ranch i love salad bar ranch like whatever ranch is at jack's that's at round table and i realize round table probably uses the hidden valley ranch packets that's completely different than the bottle of hidden valley ranch the bottle of hidden valley ranch is fucking rank i'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole so she asked me what kind of ranch do you like? And I was like, well, I really like the Tessame's ranch. And she was like, oh, so you like a bougie ranch? I'm like, I don't know. You won't catch me squeezing ranch out of a Hidden Valley or a craft bottle. It's disgusting. But I can't really think of a bottled ranch that I like besides Tessame. And it's not just the flat ranch. It's the habanero ranch. Uh, the only way I really fucks with ranch is if it's at a salad bar, like if it's at a restaurant. So what are the restaurants using? Because that's the ranch that I like. Is it Hidden Valley Packets with like butter, buttermilk, milk, butter, sour cream, all the things? If that's the case, then I like Hidden Valley Packets. Why they don't make it taste like that in the bottle is fucking beyond me. I don't get it. Um, Ekansu. Okay, first of all. Ekin Susan L.A. right now. If you haven't heard, her and Davide are getting their own show. I think I said that yesterday. I posted on my social media. I fucking spoiled it for my friend Amber, who's on episode six of the season of Love Island UK. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm sorry, but I can't hold back everything for everyone. Like, there's always going to be someone who hasn't seen it. Uh, so she's in L.A. L.A. right now. And she's just so funny because I feel like she feels like she's J.Lo, like she should be recognized. You can see it in her walk, like the confidence behind every step she takes is astonishing. And I just love that so much about her. There's also something happening right now with that. Call me, darling, the Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde movie where they met and got together. Something has to do with Shia LaBeouf, but I've been on the phone all day, so I wasn't able to like really read and watch all the videos. So I'll circle back to that drama. But I did talk to someone today at work. I talked to two people that were memorable. The first person I talked to was this woman who um, is a nurse or was a nurse, but she is currently not working because she's not vaccinated. So we were having like all these discussions about the vaccine and about the virus and stuff. Anyways, I really related to her. Um, She was just a really nice person. Like, we just had a really genuine conversation just about life. And uh, at the end of the call, I was like, okay, will you take good care? Like, it was so nice talking to you today. And she was like, have a blessed day. And I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) You just killed it. You just killed it. And then I talked to this guy who right off the bat was like, hey, start telling me about the right of the let me let me put my headsets on or my earbuds. And he was like, let me tell you about the right side and the left side of the brain of the brain. You know that more people hold the phone on the left side of their heads because that's the side of the brain that comprehends things. I actually hold mine on the right. So I don't know if that says about me if I'm extra smart. But anyways, he ended up telling me that he has ADHD and. um, And OCD. He talked for 55 minutes. I he he asked me what kind of AirPods I have. He asked me if I had a um Plantronics headset for work, if I was wired in or not. He asked me if I ever watch YouTube. He told me all these YouTube channels to watch. Like he was wouldn't let me get a word in and like we're supposed to not really like say like okay well we have to go but we're supposed to like put our foot down and be like all right, well can I help you with anything else today? If not, I have to move it along. 
he kept saying, oh, let me tell you something about golf. Like it was just oh, constantly like a new subject every single time. And he was like, you want to know what I say when people ask me how old I am? I tell them I'm at the 63 yard line. He was like, what yard line are you at? Non fucking stop. Right. He heard Benny barking in the background. And I was starting to get a little creeped out by him because he was calling me hun, uh, kid, sweetheart. He was like, that's a tournament term of endearment. He said, you know, maybe I can uh, get your email address. We could keep in touch like it seemed very innocent, but it also was kind of creeping me out. So when he heard Benny bark in the background, he was like, you know what today is? I was like, National Dog Day. He was like, what's your dog's name? And I just started to panic because I was like, is this guy like he asked so much information about my life? I was like, Stanley, what? Why? I don't know. And I didn't even hesitate. Like, I didn't even have to think about it. The lie just rolled right off of my fucking tongue. See, oh, Stanley, I love that. And then he started telling me about the show he used to watch back in his day and oh my is it a rescue and I was like oh for fuck's sake I was like um we or he said oh luckily I was I gotten out there he said is it a rescue or is it a puppy and I'm like what okay um it's a piece of puppy he's only a year and a half old and then I tried to change the subject but man did he talk to me about a fucking million different things ranting and raving about golf and brains and youtube and dogs and um how he worked for the same place for 18 years in customer service and how he liked that i wasn't cutting him off and that we weren't talking to each other and he said i can make my voice go real low and i can make it go real i it was never fucking ending never ending but it did allow me to finish my book <laughs> i just put the volume down real fucking low <laughs> at like a three I let him talk and I I chimed in every so often and I finished where the crawdads sing. I've been hooked and I needed to know what happened. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you, but I did have a lot of people reach out to me and say they love the book. I also had quite a few people say they couldn't get through it. I'm telling you, keep going because it gets better. I understand at first it's like a little you're like, oh, oh, uh, just like the verbiage and the way that the words flow. You have to be into that style of writing, but it gets so much better. And then afterwards, I was so excited to read about the author because Amanda had sent me that article about the author. I guess there's all this controversy that her um, that this book had so much success and then now there's a movie made after and then people are going after Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift sang the theme song or whatever. And I didn't originally read the article because I thought that I could have sworn that in this book it said it was her first book, but it's not. I was worried that the article was going to spoil where the crawdads sing, but it doesn't. I didn't read the entire article because, again, the article was written kind of weird to me. Um, But basically, her and her husband allegedly shot a poacher like point blank with a gun and killed him during the taping of a documentary and the people that shot the poacher were off camera so like there's only a few people that know who did it but they're basically wanted in Africa I think for um, this also creating like an army of people to kill poachers they've like allegedly disposed of bodies there's bribes involved like it seems really messy um, but it has nothing to do with where the crawdads sing. So I wish I would have read that before. As soon as I finished the book, I was like, no, now I have to go back and read what happened. It's still um, sketchy. I'm still going to see the movie, though. <laughs> and I'm still recommending the book. But yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I just it was the article was a little hard to follow. It has something to do with them being accused of killing a poacher. So that's on that. Um, Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, they released the cast today. 
and I'm super excited about it. I feel like there's a lot of good people on there, all newer people, though, all from like Clayton season and uh, Katie season. There's one person from Ben's season. I'm like, ooh, putting a cougar in there. I didn't even remember who she was. But yeah, most of the people are a lot um, newer. Shanae is going to be on there, which I cannot wait about. We or cannot wait about. No, immediately. No, we've already seen some spoilers because Sarah and Wells got married. One of the guys I'm not going to spoil it for you. One of the guys on this season was at the wedding and brought his date. And it's a dead giveaway for something that probably happens on Bachelor in Paradise unless it happened after the show. I don't really know, but I'm actually excited. I, I'm still two episodes behind of The Bachelorette. So tonight I'm going over to Danielle's house. Danny, she lives down the street from me at Bar Bliss, and I'm going to try the new pre-batches. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. I'll be. And then Brett has to be up at like 3.30 a.m. tomorrow for work. So he has to drive up towards Oregon, like the Oregon border, essentially. And so he's going to go to bed right when I leave, and I'll probably stay up tonight and watch an episode before I go to bed. And then I have a nail appointment tomorrow. I have two cracked nails now. I'm trying not to pick at them or like think about them. Hopefully tomorrow I can get them fixed. And then I have my tattoo appointment. But anyways, um, I'm probably going to try to watch one of the episodes of The Bachelor tonight. Brett's like, I want to watch them, but he's never going to fucking watch them. So I'm going to have to leave him in the dust. Last thing I want to bring up today. Um, I, did anyone else get the email from the River Cats about the Sacramento Kings buying the River Cats? Uh, I thought it was interesting. Basically, the owner said that, you know, her husband is the one that built Rayleigh Field. And after he died, her and her sons took over um, basically everything. And then COVID hit and it's just like realigned their core values, blah, 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 blah. So they wanted to sell it to someone that, you know, really loved the community was the gist of the email. Should I just read you the email in case you didn't get it? Let's just do that. That seems easier at this point. Let me, because I'm probably telling the story wrong. I just glanced at it um, while I was on the phones earlier. Okay. I am excited to officially share the good news with you. This morning, the Sacramento River Cats and Sacramento Kings announced an exciting new partnership, bringing together nearly 60 years of combined history and investment in our region. I'm going to cut some parts out because it's long. This partnership establishes the Kings as majority owner of the River Cats and merges the business operations under the Kings umbrella. The River Cats will remain the AAA affiliate for the three-time World Series champion, San Francisco Giants, who will continue to make all on-field decisions. As you may know, my husband art built Sutter Health Park uh, don't you mean really field and brought the river cats to Sacramento in 2000 when art passed away in 2009 my sons and I worked hard to keep his dream alive truly a family business since then we have welcomed millions of guests through our gates won another triple a championship and suffered through a pandemic that canceled the entire 2020 season like many of you during the pandemic we were forced to reflect on our objectives and how we move forward creating a space for Jeff and Brent to pursue their own goals and dreams I'm assuming those are her kids from the first conversation about selling the team we wanted owners commit to the Sacramento region and our, and our loyal fans like you. As the process went along, we are thrilled to learn that the, that the Sacramento Kings were interested in purchasing the team. They fit our criteria of being local, community-oriented sports professionals who appreciate what we have created at Sutter Health Park. We believe that the Kings are the perfect fit to continue what we have begun by further developing the bridge district and investing in our beautiful stadium to deliver the best fan experience. And it goes on. Anyways, I'm like, does that mean that we're going to get a new name? This is like Arco Arena becoming Power Balance, becoming Sleep Train. So with the Kings taking it over, like, do you possibly think there's going to be like a new name for the stadium? Because everyone's always going to call it Rayleigh, Rayleigh Field. Like no one calls it Sutter Health Park. Like what's going to come after this? Like are there going to be big changes in regards to that? 
Anyways, interesting. Okay, well, I'm going to go change. I'm going to read my letter from Kaiser about how I can schedule this mammogram. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Saturday. I messaged the puppy lady last night on Facebook and she still hasn't responded to me. It's so weird that she's not responding to my messages. I like emails. Okay, that's one thing. She's never been the best at emails, but she's active as fuck on Facebook. And the fact that she hasn't wrote me back, I'm like... What is this thing on? If I didn't already know her, I would think that I was getting scammed for sure. Brett's like, we're absolutely not taking money with us next weekend. And I'm like, well, what if that's what she's expecting and we waste a trip <laughs> all the way up there? It's like two hours away. I'm just going to. I'm just going to. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I guess I'm I guess we're just going to go and I'm going to be like, I emailed you twice and messaged you on Facebook. So you never told me. Uh, and and it makes the most sense that we would not pay now. So I didn't bring any money. Sorry. <laughs> but then if she's like Venmo, she did say Venmo is an option, but she, she applies sales tax, which is like an additional $300 or something like that. So bye. Um, hi. <laughs> it's Saturday, as you heard. Um, last night went over to Danny's. Had a couple cocktails, just chilled, really caught up, came home. I actually stayed there longer than I was anticipating. I was going to just go for a little bit and then come home and watch some TV because Brett had to go to bed super early because he had to be up at like 3.30 a.m. this morning. But I stayed there till like 10, got home like 10.20. No, that makes no sense. She lives right down the street. So I got home at 10.20. So I probably left at like 10.18. Um, and took Benny outside. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch any TV. I'm just going to go to bed because I didn't want to risk waking Brett up and like the up and down and the TV and Benny and stuff. So anyways, I got in bed, like brushed my teeth, washed my face, did all the things, got in bed and Benny gets up into the bed and I'm like, Benny, no, down, get down, get down. Because I thought he was going to wake Brett up and like lay in between us and Brett's like absolutely no dogs in the bed. Like when we're sleeping, like, okay, he does it in the morning or like when I'm gone, but we're not, he's not sleeping in bed with us. He's too big. So I'm like, get down. You have to get down. He's not getting down. So I get up and I go downstairs and I start petting Chuck and immediately he comes downstairs. And so I go back upstairs with him. I lead him into his bed and I'm like, lay down here lay down here. And then I go and jump in bed and I'm like super still. And then he jumps in again. This happened like two more times before he finally laid in his bed. And I'm shocked that Brett didn't wake up because Brett always wakes up. So yeah, my alarm went off this morning and I just like, I don't know, I had a nail appointment at 10. I thought that I like had plenty of time, but I didn't. I snoozed and then I was reading emails, like looking at social media. And then I remember that I didn't take out money for the gardener, so I had to run to the bank really quick. And then I came back and Brett called me and he was like, what, what's your plan? And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to take Benny for a walk and go get a coffee and then go get my nails done. He's like, "Um, it's 840, so you're not going to have time to do all that. And I was like, oh, fuck. I got home. The bank's right around the corner. I get home. I get Benny in his gear. We go and we start to walk. We get halfway down our street and he shits three times. I had three poop bags. So I was like, I'm not walking with these. We went back to our house, dumped them, and then went on our walk. And at one point I was like, oh, shit, I'm really running out of time. So I started running. (laughs) I was listening to Missy Elliott pass that Dutch. And there's like multiple times where she stops um, and she goes, three, two, one. So I was like walking for a second. Anyways, I I realized that Benny was probably way too hot. 
I ended up stopping at one point and walking for a little bit. And Benny immediately threw up. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then he was like, not trying to walk the rest of the way. Late was laying down in grass and in shady spots. So it actually took us longer to get home because I decided to run to try to speed things up. Got him home. Put his breakfast in a bowl. Hasn't eaten a single thing. Will not touch it. Got in the shower super quick. And then went to my nail appointment. I was late by like 10 minutes. And it was, um, I go to Blossom Nail. It's right across from Whole Foods. And that Bel Air just opened. You know, they like redid it. There was an old car show inside. <laughs> Hell of people in the parking lot. I'm pretty sure it was like the grand opening. So there was no parking spots. I finally get inside the nail place and it's packed. It's always packed. And she's like, what are you here for? I was like, I had an appointment at 10. <laughs> Standing super awkward. I didn't even know Steph. I didn't even realize Steph was inside. And um, she comes up to me. She's like, hi. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even see you. So anyways, um, I sit down to go get a pedicure. And then she's like, actually, we're going to do your nails first. So I go sit down. I tell her that I have a crack nail. And I broke a nail last night. She fixed it. Did a flawless job. You cannot even tell that two of my nails are dipped. I ended up getting matte because the girl next to me got matte. I was like, can you matte any color? She was like, yeah. She's like, the only thing is if you wear makeup a lot, she's like, if you get any of the foundation on the matte, it really is hard to get off. She was like, it's like, for some reason, makeup stains the matte. And I was like, well, I like never put makeup on. So that's fine by me. So we ended up doing it. It looks so freaking good. And then we did my toes, not matte. And she was like, your heels are rough. And I was like, yeah, I was just in Vegas. And I was walking around a lot without my shoes on. I haven't really seen. She was like, you need to put lotion on. I was like, thank you. Um, then I ran to go get my coffee. And then I popped into whole, not whole foods, home goods, because I wanted a planner. And I found a perfect planner with plenty of space to write multiple notes for things I need to do in the day. It is legit the perfect planner. And it's from August 2022 to December 2023. I'm like, they just make planners throughout the year to start for that month and then carry forward to the end of the following year. That's smart. And then I got a new notebook because I've been using the same cat notebook for my podcast. Every week I flip a page and I take new notes, podcast notes for that week. So like I write Monday when I'm going to talk about Tuesday. And as things pop up, I write them down. Well, I have like mm, maybe five pages left, so five episodes. And so I needed a new notebook. So I got another new notebook for that. It's nothing special, just blue and it says notebook on it. And then um, I went to the gas station I haven't had to get gas inside in a long time, but it wouldn't accept my card. So I walked in and I was like, <laughs> fill up on three. And he was like, yeah, I need a dollar amount. And I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know, a hundred dollars. And he was like, OK, he was like, if you then he said something about what happens if I don't spend a hundred dollars. But I didn't listen because I thought there was no way I wasn't going to. And I said, do I need to specify diesel? And he was like, no. And I was like, I haven't been inside to pay for gas in like five years. And he like laughed and I went outside and then it only cost ninety four dollars to fill the car up. I was like, oh, gas prices have gone down a little bit because it definitely was over 100 before. So I was like, fuck, what did he say about the change? So I go back in. I was like, am I supposed to come back inside? He was like, no. He was like, it's only going to charge you for the amount that you pumped. But I just had to run your card for the amount that you gave me. I was like, oh, got it. Left, came home, um, bought Benny a little puppuccino or not a puppuccino, a little pumpkin spice latte chew toy at Home Goods. Gave that to him, um, unloaded the dishwasher. And yeah, I got we're going to a birthday party tonight. 
So I kind of got ready for that, you know, wrote in the card, packed the gift. And then my friend Melanie, who I told you had all the fire book suggestions, gave me a porch drop off. And it was the sweetest thing ever. She she dropped off like five or six books, all books that I want to read that I added to my list on the Goodreads app. Did I tell you guys about that yet? Goodreads, it's like, you can add friends. There's only four people that I know on it from my Facebook friends. And um, but you like follow you add books to your read list. You can see people's reviews of them. It's really cool. I spent a lot of time on it the other night, like going through all the books, reading the descriptions and picking ones that I wanted to read. So I um, I started reading that book that Amanda gave me too. I'm like only a couple chapters in. I'm not into it yet at all. Amanda, I might have to jump ship. I'm not telling you that to your face via text. I'm telling you that via podcast. I'll let you know. By the time you listen to this, I might have become hooked. Also, I bought a a black cat bookmark and I already fucking lost it. I brought it today to the nail salon and I was reading, but my nail girl was real talkative and she kept talking to me and I don't know what I did with it. I'm annoyed. I just got it last night. Maybe it's in the car or something or maybe it's maybe it fell in my purse. I don't know. I'm annoyed. Um, what was I saying? Oh, she dropped off these books and a cute little note and a gift card to go get some some new books and I'm so excited because I haven't been book shopping in so long and it's to like a a bookstore a bookstore a bookstore on K Street I forget what it's called um so I'm really excited I want to do that next weekend um just do a little peruse because yeah that sounds hella fun to go shop around and get some new books I'm just like obsessed right now I went through a couple of um like piles of books that I had in the house and I've pulled all the books that I would like to read first and so I stack them all next to my bed. So I'm excited. Book girl leading the way. I got to go fold some laundry and then I'm going to take a shower and then I have my tattoo appointment. But Brett forwarded me an email. We got an email from Air Canada. And I would just like to read it to you because it infuriates me on so many levels. It's a response to um, us filing a claim for everything that happened before, which I read you the email that I sent them. And then it's... um. Yeah, it's just addressing everything. And it I had to it's addressed to Brett because he was the primary on the booking. Dear Mr. Leach, thank you for writing to a, thank you for writing to us about your flight to San Francisco on August 2nd. We reiterate our apologies for the inconvenience caused on this occasion and regret that we were not able to accommodate you in the premium economy cabin. We requested United Airlines to process the applicable fare difference between your premium economy paid ticket and the regular economy fare. Because your tickets were issued by United Airlines, they are the best suited to assist you with the applicable refund. Given the review made of your situation, what happened was that you arrived to Toronto at 4.12 p.m. This is on the block time, which means the actual time the plane was parked. This time already compromised the minimum connecting time requirement in the Toronto Pearson Airport. Fucking whatever. In cases like this, procedures were established to avoid onward connection problems by automatically removing customers from an anticipated misconnected segment and rebooking onto the next available flight. In most cases, this process process works well for both customers and airport personnel as flight confirmation is secured before the misconnection occurs and time-consuming rebooking at the connection airport is avoided. All of it is like just, it's just words. I feel like it's lots of words in a paragraph to cause confusion. Not that I'm confused by what they're saying, but like what? It, it One protocol doesn't fit 
everyone's situation. Anyways, there's more. While the flight to San Francisco was delayed, the flight was already cleared for departure awaiting further clearance. This means when a flight was already cleared, flight documents were finalized and transmitted to the airport authorities. This was the reason we could not accommodate you as you have been rebooked already. Some of this does actually some of these sentences actually don't make sense. That was the reason we could not accommodate you as you have been rebooked already when our operations team were alerted of your delayed arrival in Toronto. I'm just reading it as is. It is never our intention to inconvenience our customers in all aspects. We do all possible to accommodate customer needs and preferences. Oh, really? We hope you will also provide us your understanding of the challenges we face in satisfying these expectations. For those affected by a flight interruption, we provide assistance to reschedule flight based on availability. When rebooking, we consider connecting flights, type of tickets purchased, oh really, offloading and loading of customers at last minute, and the dynamic movements of booking or seat availability from minute to minute. I feel like it's copy and pasted from like I don't know, the fine print on the website. We recognize it as the manner we handle flight interruptions, which create the greatest impression to our customers. We regret the adverse impressions you received in the manner the situation was handled. Our staff did all they could to accommodate you. Now I'm reading this a second time and out loud, it's really pissing me off even more. Having clarified this, as a gesture of goodwill, we are pleased to provide you with a cash payment of $234 USD. A bank draft in this amount will be issued and sent to you by post mail. Please allow up to six weeks for the postal delivery. A cash payment, but it's a check? Okay, perfect. We thank you again for taking the time to contact us and for allowing us to clarify this matter. The knowledge we gain from customer feedback is most valuable and plays an important role in the future evaluation of our product and service. We hope that you will give us another opportunity to welcome you again on board when all aspects of your flight and when all aspects of your flight will be pleasant and trouble-free. What? We hope that you will give us another opportunity to welcome you again on board when all aspects of your flight will be, ple- oh yeah, pleasant and trouble-free. I guess that kind of makes sense. Sincerely, Julius Roberts, Customer Relations, Air Canada. To serve you best, I kindly ask that you do not change the subject line if responding to this email. Should I respond? I kind of want to, but I also like, I don't know. Part of me is like, I don't need the added stress. Like part of me thrives off of situations like this. But part of me is also like, don't do it. Like, is it really worth it to get all fired up? Like they're giving you some money. Do you feel like it's adequate? Especially because I couldn't file the baggage claim situation. This was just for the flight inconvenience. This had nothing to do with our bags being delayed and the gas and shit like that. Because I don't know if I told you guys this, but I wasn't able to file that claim because it it asks when filing a claim for like all the personal belongings that were in the suitcase and it asks to, you to list them in like a certain form. So adding that we spent a tank of gas to drive to San Francisco and back to get our suitcases and like pay for parking and stuff is just there's nowhere to put something like that. So it doesn't let me move past on the on the site. And I think you only have 30 days to submit it, which means we're past the point anyways. Or actually, no, I guess we're not. Right at it. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at with that. I don't know if I'm going to respond. If I do, I have to wait anyways because it's from Brett's email. I just don't I don't think it's worth it. I like don't need to get myself fired up for legit no reason. And I don't want to argue with someone when I feel like that's probably all that they're going to be able to do for us. So that's where we're at. Sunday. Yesterday I was recording this podcast. Not a care in the world. Folded the laundry, took a shower, just like I said I was about to do. And then I was like, oh, I should probably eat something before 
Um, I go to my tattoo appointment, so I heated something up. I was downstairs watching The Bachelorette, trying to catch up. So I'm on the episode where they're still in Holland, like the one before the most recent. So I watched that while I was folding laundry. Then I heated up some food and was watching it downstairs. And I was just about to pause it and come upstairs and start doing my hair before my appointment. And I was just like, I should just check my calendar. And I was going to add something into the day as well. My tattoo was at four o'clock. It was four o'clock when I discovered this. So I literally was like, oh, my God, Taylor, I'm on my way right now. I jumped in the car. I was 20 minutes late. I felt so bad. I'm normally so good with time, but this is the second time I've done that. So I booked headshots with Diana and I booked them for the second, thinking that was this upcoming Sunday. And then when I went to go put the puppies into my calendar, I realized that, um, I double book that. I'm just normally really good about like dates and times and whatever. Anyways, went to my tattoo appointment. It only took her like two hours to finish, maybe even an hour and a half. And then we sat around and talked for a little bit. And then I came back, went to a birthday party and then came home and went to sleep. And um, last night we were at the birthday party. It was so follow along. I've t- <laughs> I mean, you know who this person is. I've referenced her multiple times. Steph is Lolly's brother's girlfriend is her birthday and when we got there she brought out this cake and a little american flag and these like american flag necklaces for brett and uh we were like usa i put the video up on my instagram i'll obviously put it up at what the check podcast too but it was super sweet uh brett was just really tired yesterday or last night so we didn't stay very long Came home, watched an episode of Love Island in bed, and then went to sleep this morning. Brett woke up, took Benny for a walk, and then went to Costco just to get a couple things. He's going to make a spaghetti bolognese tonight, and then um, he was going to go get us a coffee. He's like, I've literally been dreaming about that coffee because he didn't get to get one yesterday. I guess he pulled up to the Nordstrom Rack um, parking lot, and there was like a car show. What's with all the car shows? There was a car show yesterday, too, in the Rayleigh's parking lot that I went to. There was like a car show and he said it was packed. So he had to park super far away and then he got up to the coffee shop and he said the line was out the door. So he just turned around and left. I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. And then he was like, I, but I really want a coffee. So we ordered Starbucks. I was like, oh, when you think that you're going to get this bomb coffee and then you get Starbucks and said it's such a disappointment. And then I finished watching the episode of The Bachelorette just now. Um, we're going to watch. We're going to first of all, we're going to watch last week's episode as soon as I'm done doing this. And then we're going to start watching Echoes, which is a new series on Netflix that everyone's talking about. But I just I'm so over the season of The Bachelorette. Gabby, I don't want to be annoyed by her. And I am. Um, I thought that it was really weird that Jesse told Gabby that Logan had COVID and he was very serious. COVID-19. But he didn't tell the guys. He made it seem like there was a situation with Logan. So we're going to have to cancel the cocktail party like he didn't give any context. I felt like to stir up drama, honestly, after that moment, I tuned out. I like really was not paying attention to anything else that happened. I did see who's going to make it onto hometowns. Um, not surprising on either side. I actually already know who wins the season. So <laughs> I saw I was like, I saw the Bachelor Nation juicy scoop or whatever the fuck the Instagram's called posted a spoiler. And I just was like, you know what? I don't fucking care. So, yeah, I know who wins. Um which doesn't take the fun out of this season because I just don't care about this season. I, was, I thought I was going to like this season more than anything, but I wonder what Gabby's thoughts were after she sent Nate home and then found out, like, as she's watching the season, all the shit that's coming out about Nate, about how he had a girlfriend, 
for a year and a half, never once brought up his daughter. And um, this girl, I think, thought that she was still with Nate when he was on The Bachelorette. I know. There's always a couple guys that, like, are not good guys. But Gabby was so upset about him and his capri pants. What were those? They looked like they were, like, mom jeans from The Gap that were too short for him. Um, I wonder what she thought. I also went to his Instagram yesterday, and he hasn't addressed anything about that. He's barely posted since he got out one video. I don't know. It's just I'm not into any of these guys. I know none of their names. None. I could not tell you. I mean, Logan, but he's gone now, right? She didn't. She's not part of the final four. I know none of their names at all. Could not tell you what any of them are called. And normally by now you do. Like, that's really pathetic. I won't be following any of them on social media after this. None of them are good looking to me. I don't like any of these guys. They're not doing it for me. So, yeah, that's where I'm at on that. Brett just tricked me. He was like, go upstairs and do your podcast now and like your show prep and stuff. That way we could just chill for the rest of the day. He's like, while you do that, I'm going to go outside and clean my truck. No, he turned football on. And now I'm up here and I'm like, when I'm get down, I was like, I don't really have much to record on my podcast, but I'm going to record because I'm in a consistent ass bitch. Um, But when I come down, this is not we're turning this off. This is not happening. So um, I just got a show prep. I feel like that I feel like show prepping right now is also not a good idea because the MTV awards are on tonight and I was going to I wanted to watch them. But I already know that's not going to happen. There's no way in hell, Brett's. I never get to watch award shows. And I'm always like, I really should watch them for work. But Brett just does not give a fuck. And sometimes I record them and try to fast forward through them. I guess I could do that and then try to fast forward through them in the morning, like wake up a little bit early. But every time I do that, I'm like, "Mm, do I really care that much? Do people like no one really watches award shows, especially MTV Awards. The only reason I want to watch is for like Jack Harlow, but I can just watch the clip later. Anyways, I feel like show prepping right now for tomorrow is it's a little bit too early because shit could still pop off tonight. The one thing that I can't wait to talk about, though, is that video that surfaced of J-Lo from her wedding performing with backup dancers to Ben sitting in a chair, which is so cringe. She's basically come forward and said that she they made all their guests sign NDAs and she doesn't know who leaked that. But she's like upset. She's like it was a private moment and it was shared publicly. Um, It was sold for money. And um, if I wanted to share a part of our wedding that was on me, I would do it on my website. So funny to me that she has like a subscription website. Um, It's like it's like she is a what would we call J-Lo? A B-list celebrity. Will we call her an A-list celebrity? But she acts like a Z-list celebrity with like her, like who, like what, what, what's your website? She might as well have like a subscription on, on fucking Instagram. <laughs> Full circle with the subscription Instagrams in this episode. Oh, I just got a notification of my watch that the garage door opened. So I guess Brett is outside cleaning his truck. He must have heard me. Remember how like Brett, you know how Brett didn't know like dogs can't eat onions. They can't have chocolates. They can't have grapes. That was like a big thing. We first got Benny. Brett gave him like trail mix that had a fucking raisin in it and he threw up. So you guys know I got those English muffins, those cinnamon raisin. And I have told Brett every day that Benny can't have them like he's going to forget. I'm like, remember, Benny can't have these. And he's like, you've told me. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm so worried that you're going to forget and give him a piece of that fucking English muffin. And I just checked my time hop and it was a year ago that Brett gave him some of the trail mix with a raisin in it because I have a picture of the paper towel with the raisin inside after he threw it up. 
I'm so glad that we don't have to go. I think that part of the issues when we got Benny and the reason that it was so rough on us is because Brett didn't know a lot and like uh, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Um, but I was stressed out about everything and this time I'm not going to be stressed out. I feel like if anyone like I feel like Brett's more of a professional dog owner at this point than I am except for like giving him things without Googling at first. I'm like, did you Google if that's safe? Like, did you check to see if he's allowed to have that? Most of the time he's like, no, but it's fine. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I'm so, do I sound really monotone right now? This is my relaxing customer voice and I'm giving it to you guys. I got a good sleep. Brett woke me up at like, well, he woke me up at seven, but then I went back to sleep till like 830 maybe. Got up, took a shower, stripped the bed because we always wash the bed on a Sunday. Brett brought some breakfast home. I watched The Bachelor. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm so pumped to have a lazy day. Brett was like, I thought we were having a pool day. I was like, you just got a tattoo on Friday and mine just got done yesterday. I'm like, we cannot have a pool day. We cannot be in water. We cannot be in sun. (laughs) Nice try. We are having a couch day. It is fall vibes in this house. Thank you very much. Monday. I really didn't have a lot of time to do this. I needed to shut my door, but Chuck was in here. Because Brett's in the other room on a conference call. Normally, I always shut my door. Even though I talk at a normal volume volume, when I'm on the phone, sometimes I just feel like I need to talk louder when I'm on the podcast. So anyways, I I thought Chuck was gone out of the room, and I got up to shut the door, and he was still in here. And then Benny came in, because I can't touch Chuck unless I'm touching Benny. And then they were both just like laying on top of me, and it was so cute. So I was like, I can't move and record my podcast. And finally, I just had to get up. It's always when they're like being the cutest that you have something to do. But uh, got some things to talk about today. So yesterday, um, we watched movie. We were like lazy pieces of shit all day. We watched 13 Lives on Amazon Prime, which was about um, the 13 boys from the soccer team that got stuck in that cave in Thailand in like 2018. That story is wild. Obviously, I remember it being on the news, but I don't remember the details. You have to watch it. Colin Farrell's in it, and he looks like an old man. You have to watch it. The first 30 minutes are like subtitles, but then after that, there's pretty much lots more English than um, Thai, but it's such a good movie. And then um, we were going to watch House of Dragons and Love is, Love is Island. Love Island all day. Okay, the animals are gone. I shut the door. I can live my life. And now I only have five minutes to do it. So we were going to watch Love Island, House of Dragons. But then everyone started posting about this show called Echoes. First, my friend Becky told me about it on Netflix. And I started seeing it everywhere. So we put we finished 13 Lives. And then we put the um, Echoes on the first episode. And it has that girl from like my favorite fucking movie in it. It's the one where she's best friends with the guy. Um, and then he's like a total player. What is it? Mate, made of man of honor. Is that what it's called? Anyways, it's one of my favorite movies, but I haven't seen it in so long. And, um, yeah, Michelle something. Anyway, she's in it. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. The first episode's hella cheesy. I was thinking it and Brett was finally like, we aren't watching this all day. He's like, we have to watch something else after this. I was like, I don't know. I'm getting the vibe that something big is going to happen at the end of the first episode. That's going to hook us. And boy, was I right? We ended up watching every episode except for the last one. We have one more episode to go yesterday. We're up to like 11 o'clock watching it. We have one episode to go. We're going to watch that today. It is so freaking good. The first episode, if you can get through the cheesiness of it and wait till the last six minutes, your mind will be blown. And it is just, it's chef's kiss. So 
in the middle of us watching, Brett was going to make dinner, spaghetti bolognese. He'd been preparing it all day and he was going to make his own garlic bread. So he got this like garlic butter that he normally gets from Rayleigh's. And he was like, can you put the garlic on the bread? I was like, yes. I went to do it. I was like, it smells disgusting. I looked down. It was a garlic Parmesan butter, which is uh, 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 not good. Brett put some in the spaghetti bolognese sauce when he went to go mix it. The dinner was disgusting. I ate two bites and then threw the rest of it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to be a piece of shit now and like go get McDonald's or something. I'm just not going to eat dinner. Like I, I don't know. I had some olives. We had this fruit tart that Stephanie gave Brett the night before that was USA color. So we just kind of split that and then went on with our lives. I'm trying to eat smaller. Like, I don't always need to eat massive meals. Like, I had a hot dog yesterday. Brett got those. If you've ever seen them at Costco, like the artichoke mozzarella hot dogs, they are freaking so good. Pro tip, do not cook them in the air fryer. I made the mistake, and I was scrubbing our air fryer for my entire first break of today, 15 minutes. I've done a lot today. Brett's been gone, and Mondays are just a little chaotic. I had to make the bed. I had to empty the dishwasher. I had to load the dishwasher. I had to clean the air fryer. I had to take out the trash. I had to do the litter box. I had to fold laundry. I had to start laundry. Like every single one of my breaks, I've been doing something. I haven't had a second to like read my book. I even show prepped a little early so that I could read. No, my I've ran out of time on all my breaks today, just like I'm about to do on this break because I have approximately 30 seconds before my alarm goes off. Actually, probably more like. 50 seconds. Well, 30 now that I've said that. Um, BMAs last night, Young Gravy being there with Addison Ray's mom. Weird, weird, weird. We already know that was knew that was happening, but to see them making out, I just like she's delusional. She seems giddy. And this is obviously just like drum up attention for him. Like he's they're hi, they're not getting married. That's cute though. Got an email back from my doctor today, and she said the reason that I cannot get or like just openly sign up to get a mammogram is because you don't start testing till you're 40 women. And I'm like, can't you start doing it earlier? I'm like, is that like a weird question to ask? She said, unless you have a reason. And so I'm like, does being scared to death consider, is that a good enough reason? Because that, I mean, they say like early detection, but like, why, why can't I just do it now if I want to? Can I pay to do it early? Like, I don't understand why you don't want me to do it now. Anyways, getting speaking of my boobs, getting a massage after work today. And I'm it's it's coming. So my boobs hurt so bad. I don't know how I'm going to lay on my chest for an hour and a half. It's going to be rough, but we will overcome Tuesday. I've been trying to be so productive on my work days the past couple days so that I'll have time to read. Like I told you everything I did yesterday. So let me just run down my day today. So woke up and took Benny for a walk, got back, fed him. He wasn't eating. So that was time consuming. Made myself a little something to eat. My last English muffin. I'm not going to have breakfast tomorrow. Um, And then I came upstairs, recorded my shows, didn't have enough time to take a shower, worked until my first break took a shower on my break and like I have to like I took the Saniderm off my tattoo so like you got to aquaphor it just takes more time you know what I mean made the bed um went back to work then on my lunch break I made myself something to eat I folded laundry while I watched the first 15 minutes of the men tell all then I came back to work and then on my second break I had to put all of the documents that I had pulled for Brett's immigration back in the filing cabinet, which, again, took up my entire lunch break. So I'm like trying to be proactive. Normally on my lunch breaks, I show prep, but I've been trying to do that while I'm at work, like a little sneaky sneak when I just have downtime or like if I have a customer that's looking over something or I just have everything at work memorized like a script. So I can I've gotten really good at 
reading things and typing things while I'm also saying things like I, my brain. I don't I guess I'm like Albert Einstein. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so I am doing all this stuff to try to be productive so I have more time to read. I've had zero reading time in the last two days. None. Was able to squeeze absolutely none in. Last night, let's start with last night. Last night I went and got a massage. Oh, it was so good. I'm so sore. My back was hurting so bad that I felt like nothing was going to help it. Like every, she's so rough on me and I'm still like, more, make it hurt harder. Um, But I like, it was amazing. I'm definitely sore today. I can feel like where she was tracing the knots down my body. Also, I told her that like my foot was cramping. She said I have a huge knot on the bottom of my foot. Did you even know that you can get knots on the bottom of your feet? She was pressing it so hard. It hurt so bad. Oh, my God. But it felt amazing. And then Brett was stuck at work super late at home, but he was like working. When I got out of my massage, like eight o'clock he was still working so he was like I didn't make dinner just pick up Chipotle or whatever on the way home so I got us some Chipotle came home um watched the final episode of Echoes a little anticlimactic but I think it's because we're used to a lot of limited series that are like that show and the limited series obviously come to an end because there's not going to be more this wasn't advertised as a limited series so they're leaving it like there could be another season and I really hope that there is but it's it's just such a good show I was telling Courtney my masseuse about it and she texted me last night was like what was the show again so anyways we ate our burritos I instantly regretted it the fucking Chipotle in Loman's Plaza is trash but I didn't want to go out of my way to get Chipotle anywhere else. So um, that's just where I went. But yeah, I felt sick afterwards. And we got in bed. We watched an episode of Love Island USA. They're in Casa Amor, which I'm excited about. But I'm just not like, I don't know. I'm not excited about it at the same time because I feel like none of the relationships are far enough along for this to really be a test. Like, I feel like everyone could kind of fuck around and it would be acceptable. So curious to see how this goes and then went to bed. Um, and then today worked and it was just an interesting day at work. Like one girl that I was talking to was calling me Nicole the entire time. And I'm like, do I just let this go or what? Um, and then at one point in the day, oh my God, I was helping this guy. First of all, his wife tried to be pretend to be him on the phone. I was like, no, I need to talk to the guy. And so I talked to the, um, customer of record and he was annoyed that he had to talk to me. He was like, can I just let my wife talk to you? I was like, no, I have to be talking to you. And I have been exercising a much slow after that phone call that I was talking to you guys about where um, I thought in the moment that that person was being bitchy to me and they weren't in that call. I also realized that I like talk super fast when I'm on the phone. Like I'm just like, I I mean, I don't want to give you something that I say because I don't want to be a dead giveaway because I don't need to be blasting where I work. But um, it's just fast. So I've really been trying to slow things down. And I also feel like I talk like really Valley Girl when I'm on the phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd be happy to help you with that. So after I was done helping this guy, I needed to get him over to a different specialty line. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd be so happy to help you with that. I was like, I'm just going to put a quick note onto your accounts. So they know why you're calling. And then I'll go ahead and transfer you over. This motherfucker was like, OK, straight up making fun of me. And then I didn't say anything. Because I wasn't sure. I want to react. I want to pop the fuck off at these people. But obviously I can't do that. So I I took a deep breath and didn't say anything. And he corrected himself real quick. He's like, yeah, thank you. I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking heard you the first time. Anyways, um, annoying. Also, I'd like to make a note. 
The Men Tell All was last night and I didn't watch it because I don't fucking care. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I already started watching it today. But I saw on Instagram that someone posted that Greg Gripo, 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 Grapo, whatever the fuck his name is from Katie Thurston season was going to be the new Bachelor. So I posted it. I didn't do any fact checking. The only thing that I did was go to Katie's Instagram and I didn't see that she posted anything. I went to her Twitter, nothing. And that bitch is loud. If she if she, if she has an opinion, you're going to hear about it. So I didn't see anything. It was late at this point, right? Um, Like 1030 maybe. No, it had to be a little bit before, in the 10 o'clock hour, early 10 o'clock hour. So right as I'm about to put my phone down, I see that she goes live and I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. But Brett's asleep. So I'm just like, I'll read about it tomorrow. So today I don't still don't do any fact checking. I do my radio shows. One of my breaks is literally like, did anyone watch the Mintel all last night? I guess Greg's going to be our new bachelor. Start talking about how he's boring. I don't know why they picked him. I even saw a tweet from Jason Tartrick saying, um, Tartrick, Tartrick, whatever his name is, Caitlin Bristow's fiancé, um, saying, if I were on the Bachelor committee, I would be pulling hard for Tyler Cameron to be the Bachelor. So I thought they definitely did make an announcement. So here I am on both my radio shows talking about how I can't believe they picked Greg. He's irrelevant right now. Um, so here's how it's going to go. It's going to go the be- this season. They're going to wrap it up. Then Bachelor in Paradise. Then Greg, I guess, is going to be the new Bachelor. I like go on like a full blown rant about this right today I get on my Instagram and someone responded to the story that I post about it and they said I guess this wasn't true they were just like joking around and a bunch of people hadn't watched the the men tell all because I feel like people just don't fucking care about the season so the person that DM me was like yeah I was on Katie's live last night and a bunch of people were saying to her did you see who they announced as the bachelor and Katie was like no but I good luck to whoever it is or whatever and then some people who had actually watched it said no it was just like a joke like they weren't being serious and I'm like great so now I'm gonna have to go on my radio shows tomorrow and be like just just kidding <laughs> that didn't really happen uh That's what I get. I feel like I just read the Cliff's notes of something and it's all wrong. Like sometimes I'm not going to lie, you guys. I pull all these articles to talk about on my shows and I just skim them. And not all the facts are right all the time. Like I do the best that I can, but it's not always perfect. (laughs) And this is totally one of those situations. Oh, so embarrassing. So, yeah, I can't wait to watch it and figure out what the joke is because they did make some announcement before this episode aired, like we're going to have a really big announcement. This has never been done before, but they always say that. I hate Jesse Palmer. Like, can we just get Chris Harrison back? What did he do again? I can't fucking remember. Everyone was getting canceled in 2021 and Chris Harrison was one of them, but I don't. Oh, wait, no, I do remember. Fuck, can we, can we just, hasn't he done enough, repented? Can he come back because I'm not about Jesse Palmer? Or can we have Caitlin and Tasha back? Anything but this. It's just so bad. It's so corny. It's so cheesy. Sometimes I'm like, is The Bachelor and The Bachelor franchise, is this really going to carry on for much longer? I just feel like the the magic of it all has gone away. Ooh, something I want to talk to you guys about. So um, I used to, I got to go to Disneyland once for Halloween for the radio station. Um, but you guys know me. I'm not really like a Disney person. I'm not like, oh, my God, Disney. That's never going to be me. Um, but they do have, you know, menu items for their seasons. And they just released their Halloween menu, which is going to run from September 2nd to August 31st. Y'all, there are some ghost pepper nachos on there. Charred ghost pepper, marinated chicken, smoky ghost pepper cheese sauce, black bean puree, which I would not want, avocado, um, tomatoes. I have been craving nachos. All I want are beach hut Marley nachos. I want them so 
freaking bad. My mouth is salivating. The rest of it doesn't look that, that great. That was really the only thing. They do have a chocolate espresso bread pudding, which I'm assuming is going to be like um, sticky toffee pudding. Brad and I went to, what's his face? Um, Hell's Kitchen in Tahoe like years ago. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the pandemic. It was before we got Benny because I remember walking around and there being a dog there and being like, oh my God, it'll be so fun when we take our dog to Tahoe. Benny's ass, Cam, he can't go nowhere. And then we're going to get the puppy. It's going to be prolong us taking vacations even further out. Anyways, we went to Hell's Kitchen and I had never had a sticky toffee pudding before, but it came with like the meal that we got. Heavenly. Best thing I've ever had. Since then, I've been chasing that high. Brett's mom has made me a couple when we've been in England, but holy shit, whenever I see like a sticky toffee pudding or a bread pudding, again, my mouth is salivating. This is with creme something that I can't pronounce, whip topping, gummy eyeball, toasted pecans, I love a toasted pecan. Something else that I was talking about last night with my masseuse was um, Mendocino Farms. I've never had a sandwich from there. She was talking about this chicken sandwich that she gets with like pesto. I love anything with a pesto or a pine nut or a um, sun-dried tomato. And Salt and Straw is having their soft opening this weekend at our street. And I've always wanted that ice cream. So I might have to go do a little Mendocino Farms, a little swoop into Salt and Straw and see what's good. Maybe I can talk Brett into getting that sandwich before we go pick up the puppy. I still haven't asked if I can bring Benny. I don't think I'm going to because I feel like she's not going to say yes. Did I already tell you guys this? I feel like they're really intense about like Parvo and protecting the puppies. We, yeah, I did tell you this. So I, I don't know, but it's going to take us a while to, I'm nervous about it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Also, I got an email today. Tell me if you guys think this is a scam. I always, always delete emails that I get from like, hey, we want to collab. This one looked different. It said paid collab and free tickets to Aftershock. Hi, Megan. Summer may be coming to a close, but that doesn't mean festival season is over. We're partnering. We're partnering. We're partnering. We're partnering. We're partnering with Danny Wimmer. We're partnering with Danny Wimmer Presents to send music lovers like you to Aftershock Festival taking place October 6th to the 9th. This is your chance to get experience. Or this is your chance to get experience. This is your chance to get. Yep, that's definitely what it says. The get, it shouldn't be in there. This is your chance to experience the magic of Stone Temple Pilots, A Day to Remember, My Chemical Romance, Slipknot, and so many more in person. We'll provide you with free tickets as well as compensate you for your time in return for a few pieces of pre-promotional content and week and a weekend of coverage. If this all sounds good to you, here's a full the full info I'll need from you. Can you confirm that you're willing and able to travel to Sacramento? Can you confirm that you'll be at the festival for at least one day between October 6th and 9th? Um, so then it says, hoping to hear from you soon. And then it gives the web, like the website that they're whatever from. So I go to the website and it's legit. It's like an influencer page or whatever, which I'm not familiar with at all. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't deal with those people. I've never been on one. Like, so I was like, hey, Taylor, I almost instantly delete all the emails I get from external sources to my inbox because they're mostly spam. But this one actually appears to be legit. Hopefully. I hadn't heard of the shelf before, so I Googled it. How did you find my page? I actually already live in Sacramento and will probably be here those dates. Would love to know more details. And then I haven't heard anything back. So I'm like, is it a scam? I mean, I'll know she starts asking for like my social and shit, but I'm just like, I don't know. It's the, out of all the the emails that I get, that one did seem to be pretty legitimate. I don't know, just the way it looks and stuff. But 
I'll keep you posted on that. Okay, haven't watched this last uh, week's episode of House of Dragons yet. Plan on doing that tonight. Brett's going to be home tomorrow. We're getting the animals groomed. Oh, my God. So our groomer, oh, this gives me anxiety. When we were in Chicago, we were sitting, having a nice afternoon cocktail. I almost said afternoon delight, but that means something completely different. We were not doing that in public, not in Chicago. So not anywhere. (laughs) Not anywhere for that matter. So we were sitting, enjoying this nice drink, and I was like, oh. And Brett's like, what? And I'm like, Cindy, our groomer got bit by a dog that she was grooming, like attacked. And it bit. Oh, my God. I can't even think about it. It's so bad. It bit her top like her face. And my dad's seen her since then. It like her lip is like into like it's sliced in two. And everyone in the comments were like, what breed was it? What size dog? She's like, I'm not going to like breed shame here. That's what she said in the comments. She's like, it was a medium size, like 25 to 30 pound dog. And um. Yeah. So freaking scary. I don't know how she does what she does. I don't know how she continues to do what she does after that. My dad's like, because she's a professional. I'm like, okay, but um, I get attacked from a dog and it's immediately no for me. So she's going to be getting surgery, which means she's going to be out for a while. And I'm nervous. We originally weren't going to get Chuck groomed tomorrow anymore because, meh, we already have scheduled her scheduled us or she scheduled us through the end of the year. And we're like, we'll just skip this one. Like we've spent a lot of money recently. It'll save us a little bit. But no, now if she's going to be off work for a while, like both Both of them need to get groomed tomorrow. Groom days are so stressful for me. And especially now, I just feel, let me tell you, our groomer is a hard ass bitch. Like she doesn't take shit from anyone. She is in. She is out. She is to the point. She is very straightforward. And I feel like this is probably, I don't know, like I wonder what kind of mood she's going to be in tomorrow. I'm always like, she scares me. (laughs) I always say that to my dad, like when an appointment's wrong or something, I'm always, he's like, why don't you say something? I'm like, she fucking scares me. So um, yeah, I just cannot believe that happened to her. And it just makes me, I don't know, like I want to know the circumstance. Like today, Chuck and Benny's faces were getting really close together. It just makes me think about like my life and my dog, even though like my dog would never do that. But like, do you ever really know? I don't know. Benny's like the sweetest dog, scared of his own shadow, scared of the vacuum cleaner, the mop, scared of anything that we walk by that has water coming out of it. But it just like it just makes you think. Oh, so yeah, the animals are getting groomed tomorrow. Don't know why I had to tell you that real depressing story. I feel like it was going somewhere else, but sometimes I get talking and I lose my train of thought. I legit was listening to last week's episode. I haven't finished it yet, but there's a point where I'm like, oh, I'm forgetting the most important part of the story. And I start to say something and then I get off on a completely different tangent. So sorry about it. I do the best that I can. You try living in this head. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at Podcast.